Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Tom. I'm joined by uh, Josh and Ryan, the ESPN intern. We're all just uh, we're all just peachy. We're witnessing history tonight, boyos. Sure, yeah. sure am. What's up, sir? Sure am. Gosh darn it! Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A- Adam Wainwright and uh, Yadier Molina have broken. Mickey, uh, Mickey Lolich and uh, Bill Freehand's uh, battery record. Yeah. So and everybody knows cool. who those players are. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they beat us in 1968. So. Yeah. I believe that team was led by uh, Patches O'Doyle um, of the uh, Rockford, the Rockford uh, Red Faces. The Red. Oh yes, uh, the 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 Red Faces. I forgot about that. They later became the Braves to hide it a little <laughs> bit better is what it was. Yeah. Bill Freehan was pretty good. He was a really good catcher for his day. He, uh, let's take a look. He accumulated 44.8 war, so more than Yachty. But, uh, yeah, he had, uh, he had, uh, he finished top five in MVP, MVP votings twice. And, um, yeah. And, uh, he had a, he had a big dick. He had a big dick. What uh? Oh, yeah. What bit? What bit were you and I doing yesterday after the pod, Josh? I thought it would be funny for, for here. Do you remember what it was? Uh, no, I don't. Damn. Actually. Fuck. I'm a little upset. It probably involved a, a slur. Yeah, it probably involved slurs or something like that. Um, we're a little. We're, I wouldn't say we're problematic. I think we're just brave and cutting edge podcasts. Um. Hey, uh, you guys want to make fun of the queen for a bit? Um, she died, which was funny. And um, uh, I forgot to mention this on the last episode, but I found it uh, hilarious how uh, how many stadiums decided to do like a moment of silence for this woman. Uh, like it, they did it at City Field. They did it at Yankee Stadium. I don't think the Cards did it. I haven't seen anyone say anything, uh, but if they did and you were at the game and uh, you didn't boo that, um, you're uh, you're uh, you're not a Cards fan. You're not really a Cards fan over all that. That's an American, uh, you know. I'm an American, goddamn it. We cheer that shit. This is what we do. Fucking queen. The only queen I support is uh, Freddie Mercury. Let me tell you. I was gonna say the yeah. casino queen. Dancing Queen, you know uh, your uh, favorite Abba's Abba song, right? Right, Josh. I fucking hate that goddamn song. 
Every <laughs> every other ABBA song, this is a, a side note, fucking bangers. Each one. Absolute. Absolute. Like, I think you mean bongers, like Brit bongers. <laughs> no. It's a, SOS is, a, you know, maybe the greatest song of a generation. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, so. my favorite SOS is Rihanna's SOS. Y'all remember that? Oh yeah. SOS, please. I'm gonna get us a copyright strike if we're just singing <laughs> and shit on here. So. Uh, but uh, yeah. But the um, yeah, dudes. Uh, it's just you know, it's just a chill, a chill day, a chill night. You know, I'm just you know here with my boys. We're just, we're just, we're just, we're just the absolute worst fans you can be. So, I yeah. love it. I love it. This podcast is going something, going places. We've turned on Wayno. Get him yeah, out of there. Scrub. He's not having. He's not having a good one uh, since. Uh, 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 for the second half, it's kind of a bummer. So, yeah. Let me see. Uh, what is his stats for? Uh, for the second half, he's uh, he's not been good. Him and uh, Miles Michaelis have been having a rough one. So, Michaelis had like that couple of blow up starts, like that Reds game, and then um, and then that god awful Colorado game. But Wayno's been a little bit shaky since the All Star break too. Like, uh, let me check a look here. Wayno's he been loving been... to get the bases loaded and just make you bite your nails, and then happens to get out of it. Actually, hasn't been that awful. He's got a three nine two ERA. He's just been uh, bad his last two starts. So I don't know. I don't know, my boys. What's his ERA now? What'd you say? I wasn't listening to you. Three nine two since the All Star break is what he's sitting at. So oh. yeah, that's not terrible. You can't expect a geriatric man to do any better than that. This old shithead. <laughs> you fucking suck. He, he takes he them out in a walker. Fuckers. What? What did he need to come out in a walker? Uh, yeah, he, they showed him, his... he was eating like a uh, uh, like a Smucker's PB, frozen PB and J during the yeah. game. <laughs> oh yeah, he was saying uh, it was like what uh, what do you guys like to eat on the uh, on game day? And it was uh, what Michael uh, Miles Michaelis said. What a cheeseburger, fries, and a Coke. Yep, uh, exactly. Who the fuck said? Uh, who the fuck said a steak? I think it was DeYoung. No, DeYoung said he likes to eat something with carbs. Is what he likes to do. So I know uh, O'Neill was like, I don't want, I don't like to eat before the game. I want to be hungry out there. And I was like, okay. Yeah. He's got, he's got that fucking dog in him. <laughs> Yeah. He's got that. Psycho. Yo, yo, Ryan's got some top secret info. He's got the X-rays on Tyler O'Neill, and what what does it show, Ryan? Um, it shows all the Queen's corgis are inside of this man. Oh shit! Damn. Disappeared. <laughs> he is from he is from a Canadian Dominion, so yeah, that means he's got multiple dogs in him. Hell yeah! Oh, dude, I met a French guy today. Well, a French Canadian. He came really? into my, my job, and I was talking what, to him about uh, Cape. And uh, he's like, I was in uh, St. Genevieve. St. Uh, Genevieve. He's like, yeah. it's a beautiful town. And I'm like, eh, it, yeah. it, it exists. The, the downtown looks nice, and then you look behind some buildings, and it looks like 
fucking. It's like a movie backlot. Yeah, like they're just propped past... up with meth trailers. <laughs> There's no transition <laughs> to like shitty. It's like, oh, this is our historic downtown, and here's all these old French colonial settlement type houses, and then it's like fucking meth lab trailer right behind this shit. So. St. Jen uh, used to be like a, used to have like a shit ton of vineyards uh, that got shut down during Prohibition, which is uh, kind of kind of inter- kind of interesting they, history. Um, they still do. There's a bunch of. I mean, they have like all a bunch of wineries there now. They've been building it back up. So you know, is uh, it like St. James Winery from St. Genevieve? I think I just... so too. It's a Missouri wine. Is what it is. Um, the Concord I, Grape. I student I taught my uh, block one, or sorry, block two at St. Jen. Um, yeah, they have a somewhat old junior high, but they are very well funded everywhere else. They have a performance arts center for like a town of like four or five thousand fucking people. So, they oh, it's one like, of the um, richest, richest schools they, per capita in the state. Like, yeah, it is, and they also scored very well underneath, like, Nickleby and all that shit, so they, like, didn't, like, have, like, any funds, like, threatened. Um, so they they actually retained it. Uh, St. Jen's, like, a primary example of, like, what happens if you throw, like, you know, public money at stuff or tax revenue at things. Um, they have, like, uh, um, this is when I went. I have not looked up... Um, uh, if they're still a name, but like Wholesome and Mississippi Lime were two like major, like industrial oh, like yeah. uh, uh, centers up there, and they just taxed the tax the shit. Mississippi out of Lime them. employs like hundreds of people. Like it's a huge operation over there, and they yeah. apparently pay pretty well. I'd hope mm-hmm. so at a fucking mine, but yeah, they're like, everyone's <sighs> dad I grew up with worked there. You either were like. Worked at the gas station or you worked at Mississippi Lime. Like those were the two. Well, St. Jen's, yeah. <laughs> St. Jen's, uh, or even worse, they uh, they start a podcast. Is what? St. <laughs> uh, Jen is. If I yeah, you guys have a fucking uh, you have a private school up there, Valley Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's where you went, right, Ryan? No, you went somewhere else. That's what it was. But uh, was Valley Catholic, and then shit, my brain's not working on me. It's just Valley Catholic up there, private. Yeah. And yeah, yeah St. Jim Public. Mm. Fun. Yeah. They had a good baseball team. Valley Catholic had like a rivalry with um with St. Vincent along with St. Pius as well. I think Valley Catholic and St. Vincent uh, don't like each other because of football and then St. Pius doesn't like St. Vincent because um I think their clergy has molested fewer people. That's what it is. It's a rivalry based on who can molest who. So, don't look me up. Don't fact check me on there. You'll get the uh, you'll get the old streamer. You'll get the old podcast uh, canceled. We don't fact check on here. We never do. Mm-mm. We make up these numbers, and they just happen to be pretty close sometimes. Well, I think we got into a, a, a Go deep ahead, dive into like SEMO high school sports just now. Just like. That's our target audience. Just Southern Missouri, 1A high school sports. Dude, it's basketball, and well, there's uh, the uh, school, the small schools around there, and football have fall baseball going on. And I did a really uh, intense game last week. 
between uh, Meadow Heights and Greenville, who got put in the same district. And uh, Meadow Heights had went to the final four. And, you know, Meadow Heights out in Patton, Missouri, there's nothing there except whenever you're a small school with a small community that maybe makes up a town or is a village with a big surrounding area, everyone's identity is with the school. So it's always important for that. And Meadow Heights is a good baseball program right now. And like I said, they went to state final four. They had a lot of the returning seniors last year. And uh, they got bounced by Greenville in the district final by like a run. And I was like, wow. And uh, they uh, played each other, which fall baseball is like a tune-up. I mean, it's like an instructional league. So they played it. It was actually a pretty fucking good game. Um, Greenville uh, was leading 6-4 going in the last inning. And then Meadow Heights hung a three spot on to walk it off. And uh, um, I, I only had to yell at one coach. It was really good. It was just a very good game. So there, good. there's a little thing right there, baby. I just gave you a little, just gave you a little knowledge. Oh, yeah. Just gave you a little knowledge. And that's good for Meadow Heights. They sucked at baseball when I was in high school, but they were yeah, they awesome did too. When I played, they were yeah. awesome at basketball. They were actually like set. It was either a state or state or national record for most three pointers <laughs> in a game. Like they were on ESPN, and really? we had to play them. Like the, we had to play them the next week, and we were just like pissing our shorts. Like, we're just like, please <laughs> do not do this against us. Just Fucking, fouling the uh, whole game. We played them. My junior year in baseball, our team was awful. My senior year, we nearly won. Uh, uh, we lost in the district final on a walk-off. But my junior year, we had, like, just... We, w- we were part of the Chaffee Red Devil Classic, which is this tournament over in Chaffee, Missouri. And we didn't have our seniors showed up. They skipped to go fish and get drunk. So it was just us and a bunch of lower classmen. And, like, we got tuned up. We got beat by 10 runs against Chaffee. We were down 10 runs to St. Vincent, but made a game out of it and lost 13-7. to And then we lost another player, and we played Meadow Heights with eight guys and lost 13-12 to to them. <laughs> we probably won. We probably win that game without the auto out. So... <laughs> and then um, we played them, I think, the following year and just kicked the shit out of them. It was, yeah. They, they also played us in basketball and weren't too hot on it. So, like, when I went, they just, our, like, when I graduated, our basketball team ate ass when Pucksco was, like, known for, like, their basketball. And uh, our baseball team was great. And no one gave a fuck about it. <laughs> like, it was kind of a bummer. I uh, I got second here. We're, we're talking about our glory days here. My best days were in high school. God dang it! <laughs> I uh, I was part our uh, our graduating class finished runner up in districts in three sports: volleyball, where they got smoked by Scott City; um, baseball, where we lost on a walk off to fucking Clearwater. And the third one I was a part of as well. And this one hurt way more than baseball. And that was Quiz Bowl, where we lost to South <laughs> Pemiscot County in the final. God damn, I still... I was like, I was a fucking, I was a fucking wonder kid at, uh, at uh, Little League Jeopardy. Like, because they would enter <laughs> us in, like, these huge tournaments. Like, against, like, Notre Dame and Cape Central and New Madrid. And uh, I was always, like, top ten scoring because I just – the only thing, like, I did because I didn't have home internet, 
like when I was at school, I would grab an almanac and just like read shit. I guess from like my mom making me watch Jeopardy when I would come home, and that autism would just turn on when I was like, "Beep, uh, what is Jorge Posada?" I shit you not, Ryan. I fucking Ken Jennings the question. That's how advanced my fucking brain disease was. Uh, the question started, this Italian catcher, I w- buzzed in and said, Jorge Posada, and got it. Just <laughs> weaponized. <laughs> weaponized, my guy. And we lost the South Pem. I, like, finished second in the tournament in points. God damn. That one hurts way, way more. Because, like, nothing would have made me happier than us winning it and the school hereby putting a fucking banner in the gym for quiz bowl right next to Arnold Ryan's like state dominance from the fifties and right next to fucking uh, the volleyball team winning districts in like Oh eight and 2001. And then right, like just in between that, it would have said like head coach, Larry Payton. <laughs> it would have said like all the names of everyone. on it. <laughs> Class two district four quiz bowl champs. You take just, your son. I wish they would have, like, we would have got, got like team photos. <laughs> we would have got like team photos. Like one of our guys would have been holding like a fucking, uh, like a, like a crystal ball. I would be holding like, uh, two cards, like a magician with a snake wrapped around my hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh my God, this tournament was crazy. Uh, my freshman year, I did a, a JV tournament for quiz bowl. And uh, we didn't have enough guys to, you normally have four people and you can sub people in and out, but it was just me and another fucking Austin Dublin. God, God bless him. Ooh, we are, we're, bomb. what we got a bomb yard. Yep. Hell yeah. What? Um, it was me and Austin against twin rivers at their own at, at Notre Dame. Um, and uh, we beat them 175 to 170. I scored 170 points. Austin got the lone five on, like, a bonus question. It was exhilarating. There's something about, like, you get, like, a, you get, like, a, a, a little, like, a, like, little bonus. I'm, like, r slash I'm very smart high when you do, like, bar trivia and whatnot and you win, like, some money. But, like, buzzing in, buzzing in and just nailing it before someone else did or just, like, you vaguely might know the answer so you're able to, like, like kind of reduce it down to what these possibilities are for the po- for the answer. Like that was that that's way better than any RBI double I've ever smacked in my career as a baseball player. So, <laughs> so. that's awesome. Anyway, but like to the opposite of that, getting a fact wrong, not even in quiz bowl, just like in daily life is the most oh, like dude. will make you go from 100 to 0. And like make you become a shell of your man. I don't know. I do it yeah. on a daily basis. <laughs> well, here's yeah. Well, that's true because like what you can't do in quiz bowl when someone gets it wrong is say no, that's wrong. You fucking retard. You can't do that in quiz bowl. But in real life, if you do it, your friends are gonna skewer you and like roast you on a spit for like fucking up anything. You could fuck up like a euphemism. You can fuck up a baseball stat. You could you know be nick and you know something terrible happened to you and you know 
while you're out actually following your dreams to be a musician, your friends come on this podcast and dedicate five to ten minutes to talking about how you're a jihadi now or uh, part of the Taliban or or you're gay <laughs> or have a small dick or you're a tiny Volpino dog or, you know. Uh, like, I don't know what's going on with with, with him. What, what's, what's up with Nick this week, Josh? Oh, man. Well, you know that episode of Black Mirror where – um, the two guys are playing that like very realistic uh, video game. They go in like VR mode. Um, you both yeah. familiar with that episode? Yeah. Um, you know how they eventually they end up fucking and uh, pretty much they have this weird romantic relationship with one another, but they're adamant that they're not gay and you know their life becomes that whole realm. Well. Rumor has it that Nick has discovered such device, but he didn't. Oh, doesn't he doesn't have anybody to play it with because people want to come over and play video games, and they're not allowed in this house to shit. So he doesn't get anybody there. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. Uh, Nick won't let you uh, make a brown in his house. I keep forgetting that that it's a rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it yep. has weak, weak ass pipes. So, so yeah, Nick actually starts playing it with Dewey, uh, Paloma's pet pig, um, yeah. and or Dookie in this case. Yeah, and so as far as I know, Nick is actually still with us, but he's in a completely alternate dimension at the moment, fucking a pig. Oh. but that's a, like a hentai Asian like hot chick. So, oh yeah. man, uh, so. I don't know. He's, fu- he's, never- he's fucking a cop? No! Yeah. I mean, he basically built upon Mark's idea. He just never got a pocket pussy, is what we're getting at. God, Nick's got R. his R. own machine. Nick, rest in pig, you know? Yeah. Rest in pig. <laughs> VIP, bustin' pig, baby. Bustin' pig, yeah. baby. Damn. Uh, that's terrible that's happened to Nick. Although, we, let's be honest, we knew. It doesn't surprise any of us. Not at all. We always knew there was something wrong with our boy. Well, hopefully next episode he ain't fucking a pig and he's dead. So hopefully that's... Hopefully we have that. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird that he, like, will... He won't eat a pig, but he'll eat a pig's ass. It's very, uh... It's hard to wrap your head around, you know? Yeah, you gotta eat ass if you're gonna... I mean, you gotta... You gotta be nice to ladies. You gotta eat that... You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta clean, you gotta, you know, you gotta eat that muffler. You gotta eat that muffler, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Fellas, uh, I did some math. Uh, let's go over some math. Um, um, I'm trying to, I'm gonna write this and post it on the, post it on the website a little more in depth. But um, how does everyone think the free agents from this past year are doing in their first year? Uh, like, just in general. I'm talking about. Uh, like 15-ish highest paid players to get payouts. How do you think Piss you know, in general we're doing? And, oh, not just for the Cardinals, for all the league? For the whole league. For the whole league. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Now i got to go back to December and remember who the free... Jock Peterson, he's doing fine, right? He's been like 250, I think. Well, he's doing fine, but he's not part of the highest paid to uh, pay, okay. uh, get the biggest payout. So we're Ryan, talking. What like, were you doing last December? What do you remember yeah. about that time? Oh Ryan, where were you? Your memory, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, where were you last December? Were you jerking off? I was probably yeah in a an unlit room. 
hand, left chasing, hand on it. You were chasing <laughs> old uh, Dickie Lolich and Bill Right Hand's uh, battery record of 325. You were going for 326. That's what you were doing. It, in a day. Um, fuck, jog my memory. Who were the highest paid ones? Seeger, Bryant, Simeon, Freeman, Story Baez, Carrera, Cassiano, Schwarber, Marte, Taylor. See? And then uh, you have like Scherzer, oh. Robbie Ray, Kevin Gaussman, Eduardo Rodriguez, Stroman, and John Gray. Like in general, how do you think these boys are doing? I know Corey Seeger came around, but he wasn't worth the money. I feel like he was batting like 260 around there. But he had He's a lower lot than of that. runs. He's lower than that now. He's at so okay. I, I'll I'll go on my spiel afterwards. But yeah, his average is actually lower than that. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't think Marcus Simeon was doing well at all the whole year. I mm-hmm. remember. Um. The Scherzer's been fine. Hurt. I mean, it sucks that he's been hurt so much. Yeah. But when he has pitched, it's been fine. Hmm. I Carlos have... Correa was pretty average as well, right? Yeah. So, here's what I've dug up. Josh, do you, do you got any observations for uh, position players here? Let's do the position players first. Um, obviously, we know that Baez has had a shit season. Um, yeah. Simeon, I only know this because he's on my baseball team, or fantasy team. He, uh... He had a pretty shit start, but he did turn it around. I mean, he got his 20 bombs. He's hitting, Ooh. what, 260, 270. I don't Ooh, know what his OPS is, but I'm sure it's you, like... Are you telling me Ryan got his facts wrong and this ain't Quiz Bowl? You just don't get the points. What are you going to say to him right now, Josh, because he got his facts wrong? Hey, Peter. Um, Peter, what, gonna... are you gonna, what kind of lesson are you going to teach Ryan here? Ryan, I uh, value you as an associate and a, uh, a counterpart on this podcast, but uh, um, I'm going to need you to I use agree. the internets, the interwebs, <laughs> an encyclopedia, per se, perchance. The Farmer's Almanac. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, they don't put baseball stats in the Farmer's Almanac? No, oh, fuck me. But you'll know what the weather will be on opening day, and you can predict that way. We need to make that a segment on here. It's just called Off Fuck Me, where we just screw up basic facts. No, um, okay, I'll let you finish. You're just saying Simeon. Simeon's doing all right. Okay. Yeah, he's doing fine. Um, let's see. What were some of the other names? Story underperformed to start. Kind of turned it around, but I haven't heard much on him since he was supposedly hitting again. Uh, so I'm gonna assume he's been average. Um, he's been hurt yeah. a little bit, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I would say it's pretty, pretty below if we're using that whole like each win is worth eight million kind of. I'm happy you bring that. that up. Yeah. Um. Okay. So here's where I got. I thought Corey Seager was overpaid, but if we're going by the eight million, he's actually right where he's at. And that's surprising to me because he's got a 778 OPS. He's hitting 246, but he does have 30 ding-dongs. Um, he's worth, Fangraph's war, 
4.1 war and he has a 121 OPS plus. His average annual salary is 32 and a half million. Um, it's for, a lot of these guys have deferred money. They make different each year. So we're just, I just took the amount of money. I'm not going to do this much fucking research to figure out exactly what year they're making. You're just $325 million over 10 years. So if you take his F4 divided by the money or money divided by the F4, he's worth just under 8 million per win. So, Corey Seager, I kind of owe you a little bit of an apology. I still think that's, I feel like that's underwhelming for the money. I know, like, the, the $8 million I get from, uh, I think it was Bill James who did it. I know it's on Fangraphs and, uh, you know, Tommy Pham being public with it. But I feel like that's kind of a, a little underwhelming for a guy making career, career-level career fuck you money. Hey, hey, why are you so chatty? You want to say you want something to say in the mic? You want to say sorry to Corey Seager? What you got? Just want to smell it? That ain't good enough. <laughs> I'm having to stop this fucking show because of you. It's really popular, Biscuit. A hundred and two people listen to it on average. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the fucking shit I do. Anyway, um, yeah, I. What do you guys feel about that? Do you think the $8 million per win's accurate or, or what? And I want to preface this because we are a dude's rock. Go get your money in bag. Pro labor, pro baseball player podcast, I would hope. But we also love to talk shit. So I'll leave it, leave it to you guys. What do you, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Tell me. Tell uh, your God. Tell your story, God. Story did not get it. Baez did not hit that threshold. He did. Those are two I know um, for certain are underperforming. Yeah. Um, Chris Bryant, he's been hurt. Oh, um, underperforming, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing. Simeon. So Simeon got seven years, $175 because as we've, as I've joked about all, routinely, the Rangers paid uh, over a half a billion dollars for the next four years at least on three players for 70-something wins per season. Simeon was hitting, I think, had like a sub-500 OPS the first two months. He didn't hit 700 OPS till the end of July. That's that's how dig a, uh, dig, a, dig a bowl. That's how big of a fucking hole he dug himself. He's now got uh, over 20 tanks. He's going to score 100 runs. He's at 89, and he's got like 21 games left. He's got a 733 OPS. He's got 3.7 war, which brings his average amount per win to about 6.7 million. So, Simeon, I guess maybe I'm a little too hard on the Rangers, but with Simeon and Seager, maybe they're actually getting their money's worth. Um, the guys who are vastly, definitely overpaid this season are Cassianos. Um, he signed a five year 100 mil, and he's got a negative 0.7 war. So his average his average win actually went up. Jesus. He got inflation. Yeah, he got some hyperinflation. Uh, twenty eight million per win for him so far. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, who signed a, a, a nineteen uh, and three quarters million dollar uh, deal, um, he's only worth one and a half wins. Um, Chris Taylor, who got a four year sixty mil. And, of course, uh, well, Carlos Carrera, too. But Carrera's a little controversial here. Carrera's weird because he's got a 3.7 F4. 
He's got eight over 800 OPS, 20 homers, and 57 RBIs. But it feels like his season's underwhelming. And one thing I noticed immediately was he hasn't hit a home run with runners in scoring position yet. And I feel like his clutch factor may be factoring in with it. His defense has been fine, but something's off with our boy Carrera here. Um, like, feels off. He's having a decent year. I mean, 820 OPS, 136 OPS plus, but he's a little bit over the 8 million threshold. Um, Trevor Story uh, is just not having a good one. But the worst, obviously, is Javier Baez, fellas, with a 1.4 F4 and a $23 million annual uh, salary. His wins are worth over $16 million. He's having a dog shit year. So, with all that info, um, I don't know. What do you? What What should be? What What's your guys' metric for how much a win should cost? And does it feel like uh, you know? Does it feel like these these guys are? How many of these guys are earning the keep? Really? I think it definitely hurts when your team isn't, as a whole, isn't living up to the standard. Like Detroit. The Rangers mm-hmm. and the Twins, like, it just sucks when you pay that kind of money and you're just not even, like, in it. Like, you, you like, Detroit really thought at the beginning of the season that they had an outside shot of being, like, a Seattle or something this year. And yeah, you know, I, their I, young players panned out and Javi Bias took huge shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, it goes from being, like, of, like, you have a lot of hope at the beginning of the season and now you're like we're going to have to rebuild again like this is going to set us back another 10 years like we're yeah going to have to find a way to unload hobby we're going to find yeah because who was their, their big prospect he has a weird name i can't think of his name right now and he got sent down mid-year uh let me look i know Outfielder. riley green's their big guy um let me torkelson torkelson was the other one torkelson got uh, sent down well yeah. So Detroit's power just completely fell off, and God knows how much of that it pertains to, um, you know, the juice balls or not. But they also hit in the hardest ballpark to hit taters in. And, like, um, two guys that immensely struggled that were good last year, uh, Jaimar Candelario, who came out of nowhere, and Akil Badu, who was a Rule 5 pick. Both of those guys were very good last year for the risks they took on them. And... Candelario's got a 618 OPS, Badu 490. It's been those two guys, honest God, really helped carry the team last year. And I I felt, I don't know if you felt this way. Uh, I know the experts did. I thought, yeah, the Tigers would be around 80 wins, outside chance of challenging for a wild card, but that they would improve. They were really good in the second half last year, so... It was it was a bummer. Um, are you talking about Spencer Torkelson? I think that's who you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Yep. Torkelson has immensely struggled. He was a big power bat. Um, hit 30 tanks last year in their minor league system, and he only hit six bombs in 93 games. It's been it's been a rough go of it for him. Um, the uh, Jared Kalnick vibes on that, but you know he's got plenty of time uh, to turn around. Um, not to overanalyze the the the, the, uh, the Tigers too much, but their offense completely fell out, and Hobby's a hundred percent part of that too. Um, he is tied for second on the team in home runs with twelve, 
I, I've never been the biggest Javi Baez fan, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's an inherent yeah. prejudice. Maybe it's because he was a Cub. But something struck me as that his ability is being super aggressive at the plate and that, you know, he lives and dies by that. And he has more, uh, not home runs, he nearly has more home runs than walks. Um, If you get a 30-walk season out of Javi Baez, you might as well mark your fucking calendar for it, I feel like, at this point. But... I always felt that if someone was prone to just bottoming out, it would be Hobby. And, it, you know, he's really, you know, he's great defender, great base runner, but even that has fallen by the wayside. He's, depending on what metric you use, you know, negative runs in the field, he's just not been not been solid. He's not been the money they, they shelled out at him. And certainly with his team just struggling as bad as it has been, it's it's just a brutal year for the Tigers and Javi in general. Yeah. Oh, man. I think you should judge, like, the $8 million. Like, I think that should be variable from season to season just because then you can yeah. kind of see. I mean, for one, it should be somewhat adjusted for inflation. But two, if, you know, the free agent deals in that offseason are fucking insane for, like, very average talent, kind of like last you know, off season. I mean, most of those guys, when you think of their names, are above average ball players. Some of them being all stars. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like you're. I mean, it's kind of like the Mike Leak effect. I don't think he lived up to his contract. You know, for the no, two years yeah. we had him. Like, but he was one of those guys that we overpaid for because we needed pitching, and we yeah. weren't going to go after the top one, two, or three guys. We might get that like seventh or eighth guy that's a free agent. You know. Yeah, and maybe that's kind of the, especially like analytics of any sort they try to tell, is that, hey, maybe these guys are better than how I perceive. Uh, I'm looking at Mike Leake's war, and he was worth 1.4 war for $24 million, so now he wasn't, even by yeah. the $8 million metric. So maybe that's also defense of him uh, for guys like that. But, I mean, uh, all aside, all aside. I think, like, there's importance to it, like, I think if, like, you're pulling, like, 20 mil a year, you should be pretty good. You should, you know, you should, you know, be a three-war player, right? A three- to four-war player. But I think once you break, like, 25 and especially 30, like, I honestly think you should be, like, a, you know, either a perennial all-star or borderline MVP candidate. And, like, I mean, this thing I'm battling with here with Corey Seager because – by advanced stats, he's having a good year. Um, let me see if well, what, what do they call it? Globe Life Field, the, the fucking yeah. stupid ass Texas plays. I saw a concert there last summer. It's cool. You did? Did you get laid? I did. No, you did? I was with Gage. No, I. Saw <laughs> oh, him. you fucked a dude. I did get fucking jacked. So that was hell. That was awesome. Ryan, yeah. he he fucked a dude. We need a fucking dude. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. Dude. <laughs> um, There's enough of that going on in this goddamn bloodline. I am not going to sicken, sicken this any longer. God damn. damn I'm jealous. <laughs> he flicks his fingers. Uh, globe life is a little hard to... It's, not, it's about league average in terms of hitting on that one. So, uh, 
but also uh, Minute Maid Park, really. It's great for hitting, not even homers in. Fucking kidding me. Statcast is stupid. Uh, yeah, this is why Kyle, or sorry, Corey Seager hits as well. His division is the hardest to hit home runs in. Mariners are the worst park to hit in. Oakland is the second worst park to hit in. Um, uh, Houston's the 21st worst park to hit in. Rangers are the 20th. And then the Angels, who no one gives a fucking shit about the Angels. Fuck the Angels. Be cast out into the ocean. So that's why Corey Seager is kind of ranked uh, like as high as it is with analytics. But like I feel like $32.5 million a year... He's got the power when it comes to home runs, but like, man, like, you're paying thirty-two and a half million dollars for a seven seventy-eight OPS. It's just, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't. Yeah. Um, but is, on, are we looking at like thirty-two and a half million through like a twenty tens lens? Like, thirty-two might be like twenty tens, twenty-two million. You know? Like, yeah. We're raising, like, just the level at which we're going to have to pay all players. No, that's a good point of, like... Yeah, because when you think, like... What was A-Rod's fuck you money? He got, like, 25 million. He made, like, 31, right? Or was it... Eventually, he got 20-something. He got a 250 million. Yeah, he got 250 million, I think, over 10 years with the Rangers. And then he got traded to New York and... I think he got traded. I don't know what happened. I also kind of oh, like that's what's going to happen happen with Corey Seager. The Rangers are going to go, oh fuck, and they're going to trade away Simeon and Seager before. Yeah, that's like the weird thing though, because they got they're. I think they're getting they're getting production out of them, but you're looking at um, at least for the next four years because John Gray, we're going to get to him, is on is on the books for four years. You know, you're looking at tying up. You know, seventy-one and a half million dollars of your payroll to three guys. So, like, what is you know, as an organization, what's your expectation out of it? Like, Simeon signed oh, after an MVP-esque year. Um, I've always thought that Simeon plays this game as shitty one year, pretty next year, shitty, pretty, shitty, pretty. Corey Seager's injury prone, but we know he has the bat and he has stayed healthy. Thank you, God. And uh, John Gray had his problems. He's reinvented himself in Texas. So I got some stuff on the pitchers that are going with that. Um, hold on. I'm pulling up A-Rod's contract real quick. Or just see if he... I can't remember if he got traded or if he fucking free agented. Yeah, he got traded for Soriano, Joaquin Arias. Okay, cool. So, yeah. A-Rod got a 10-year, $25 million AAB on his one. So when we're thinking about, like... Yeah, maybe is that superstar money now? You know that twenty five when we were like, holy shit, that's so much. He's so overpaid for one guy. You know, is the new the Machados soon to be Sotos, uh, the Bryce Harper and you know Corey Seager money? Is that our equivalent of twenty five million then? Here, let's pull up the inflation calculator, please. Inflation calculator. But yeah, and also, I mean, like take as much money from. These billionaires as we can. A hundred percent. Like, our, our, you know, if you're listening to this, um, fuck these billionaires. If they, are, if you get that much money, take them to the cleaners on it. So, I guess, you know, I'm being hypocritical when I, when I, when I comment on that. But, you know, um, yeah, get, get your fucking bag, man. Get your money. I think that's awesome. Get your money. 
two, let's say twenty-five million million dollars uh, would be wow. They're actually getting underpaid for superstars. So twenty-five million. Uh, I think that's when A. Rod signed in two thousand two is equivalent to over $41 million in 2022 money. So, if anything, oh, so these superstars are getting off. fucking jobbed. Well, yeah, if anything, they're getting jobbed. If anything, so, yeah, a little bit on that. All right, so we tackled position players. Um, let's look at pitchers. Um, the I'll tell you one who isn't getting jobbed on his annual salary is Max Scherzer. Um <laughs> Little overpaid by our eight million dollar metric, but uh, you know he's been beat up. So hi, you want to say something to the mic? What's wrong? You want me to take you out to Josh? What's wrong? You're not having fun. This is my fucking life. Okay, I'll let you out. Give me one sec. You guys argue amongst yourself. Um, who's gayest um, yeah. in the podcast F- group? Fuck who's you, g- Ryan. <laughs> no, fuck you! Uh, oh, mamma mia! Uh, uh, gotcha. yeah. Did you see David Eckstein on the uh, TV like about 15 minutes ago? Are you still watching the game? Yeah, I am. Yeah. He he just he has not aged. David Eckstein looks the same as he did 15 years ago. He just looks like a bird who's lost a little bit of the hair on top. Like, you know, like, like a little Tweety bird who's just lost just a little bit. It's kind of thinned just out. Just a little bald spot, yeah. Yeah. I might have already said this before, but did you guys know that his wife is Ashley Eckstein, who does the voice of uh, Ahsoka Tano and the Clone Wars? Like the Star Wars. Oh, really? Movie? She also yeah. did Jar Jar Binks. She did Jar Jar Binks as well. <laughs> Misa, hold a game. Oh, she oh. actually, that's actually how she talks. Uh, David, yeah. uh, David really <laughs> likes it. <laughs> oh, Misa Eckstein, you want to... I wonder to... if David Eckstein's like, put on the hat, Ahsoka. Like, <laughs> he makes her put on the white horn shit. <laughs> oh, man. We should do bits. We talk too much baseball. Uh, let's finish this up. Uh, pitchers. Okay. Uh, overpaid ones so far. Eduardo Rodriguez, Marcus Stroman, Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer. Uh, guys who are making, who are, who are getting cheated. Kevin Gaussman, John Gray, John Gray. Having a good year. Wait, did you say that, uh, Robbie Ray is like not, is being paid too much? Well, by the 8 million metric. So, Really, this he's, is he's been pretty good. He's this been year. good. Like, here's the thing, because you know ERA plus, he pitches in very pitcher friendly ballparks, and he's pitching when the balls are bowling balls now. So like, I so this is weird. All right, Corey Seager is under undervalued. Robbie Ray is overvalued. Robbie Ray twelve and nine, hundred sixty six innings, hundred eighty nine Ks. 103 ERA plus and a 1.9 Fangraphs war. His wins are totaling out, or say, you know, are averaging over 12 million. That was surprising. Yeah. That's, hmm. Okay. But, like, when we look at it, we're like, yeah, Seattle's getting their money's worth on a $23 million deal, right? Yeah, he's yeah. going to have over 200 Ks by the end of the season. He'll have over 200 Ks. Just... He'll be top five probably in AL innings pitched 
and Seattle will go to the postseason. I, yeah. I, I was kind of a little taken aback by that when I saw that. Um, Strowman. Everyone, Cardinals, <laughs> Cardinals Nation's favorite opposing pitcher right now. Um, Stroh signed a three-year $71 million with the rival Cubs, where he will not see a postseason at all during that three-year contract. Um, 107 ERA plus, a 1.7 fan graphs war. His average, or his money per win is over, th- it's about $14 million. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I like it because we seem to kill his ass every time we, uh, every time we hit against him. So, but, I look at uh, Strowman's stats, but if, he just capitalized on like one good year, right? Like he was, uh, he was good. Uh, you know, he was he was decent. He was decent with the with the he Jays. He always and all seemed that. like he had He's, that Carlos Martinez level of good, where it's like, hey, I hope he builds on this, and then it's like he's kind of this. He's kind of like just as bad or good the next year, but yeah. in like different ways. Um, that's kind of how I feel Strowman was when he was with the uh, Blue Jays. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he had like a good year, shaky year, good year, shaky year, and then he's been good since he got. But then he's, yeah, I, he's I been would fine agree for the Cubs, but yeah, not worth the money. I mean, his stats would probably be better if the Cubs didn't suck. But yeah, I mean, I I agree. Yeah. Strowman's you know good year, shaky year, just like Carlos Martinez, you know. One year he's good, one year he's bad. One year he sexually assaults someone. The next year he punches someone in a bar. The next year he strikes out 200 batters. So, you know, he's... Then he uses PEDs and we'll never hear from him again. Never hear from him again. Yeah, what next year he gets suspended for, you know, endangering a child. Next year he gets suspended for steroids. It's me, Tsunami. Although, although I, you know, I can maybe forgive Carlos Martinez for endangering a child in some horrific way. I cannot forgive Marcus Stroman for jumping on board with NFTs. And I don't mean nice fucking titties. So, Stro, brother. You know it's real when a white guy calls you brother. Uh, Stro, my dude, I back every, you know, every instance where you call out MLB for being racist as fuck, but... I'm sorry, man. When the revolution comes, you're going in the gulag because of those NFTs. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> going in the grinder. As a Marxist-Leninist, I'm a communist that really fucking loves cops. Anyway, um, yeah. All right, let's say uh, we, we, nope. we did enough baseball. We can do some bits. We can be funny. You know, what if? what would you do if you had three dicks? That's, yeah. We can go back to baseball. <laughs> oh, what if you had three dicks and you were playing baseball, <laughs> Ryan? What if you had three dicks and you? What if you had three dicks and you found out at a Cardinals game that you had two extra dicks? <laughs> I thought that was a skin tag. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, this pisses. I oh. I'd get a whole bunch of Dinger's donuts, and I would. I had a very hard with all three dicks and make a Dinger's Donut Trident dick. Is what I dude, mean. dude, I I had someone do that. Uh, a guy we're taking taking to the Tom Segura show in October. Um, uh, him him and his girlfriend uh, came up with the idea. Let's get some donuts and put them on my hard dick. And uh, they did that. They went to <laughs> went to Krispy Kremes and he sent me a photo. How many donuts do you think? A, I know, 
Jacob, I'm sorry. I know you got a little dick. How many <laughs> how many donuts do you think you can get around your hog? A fully erect hog. And we're talking plain, just give me a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. How many donuts do you think you can you can stack on your on your on your on your uh, on your mule? Four in a in a donut hole. Alright, Josh is lying. Josh is lying. Ryan, come on. I know you got Well, Krispy Kreme donuts shove. are like an inch thick, so I'm not uh I'm not bragging here. No, I mean very small you're, donuts. You're overcompensating. We, we oh, know you're still. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What do you uh, <laughs> What do you think you get, Rhino? I would just I'm an apple fritter guy, so I would just get a lot of apple fritters and just ram it through there. So one but it would just be one apple fritter. That I, I would do a crueler because, you know, I'm a Sox fan, and I think Sox fans do that in general, and they just fuck a crueler. So, <laughs> you accuse a fritter. Fritter is, you know, <laughs> vagina-esque, I think. Um, maybe like a jelly donut, you know. So uh, if I did like a plain Krispy Kreme, I think I can maybe get like five. I think I may be able to get five, five donuts on that. So Josh gets four and a half donuts. Ryan just immediately goes for uh, for a fritter, so <laughs> he uh, showed me a photo of it. And it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Is all I see is a naked man's body, waist down, and like like five donuts covering where his dick should be. <laughs> and I asked him like, "Did you stand up?" He's like, "Yes, I did." And I see him. Oh my god! And he's like, it, "Yeah." It didn't even didn't even drop. So not only does he have a decent sized hog, it's Fucking strong strength. It's fucking strong, dude. I don't know what pussy he's putting that in, but he's putting it into like the gravity chamber, like in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's, it's like an it's like an X-rated fucking Willy Wonka. It's just his, like... di- <laughs> his dick. His dick is Goku in, in the Frieza yeah. in the Frieza saga. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to have three dicks. Maybe do I get to you know? Do I get three times the patriarchy? I wonder. So, ooh, are they maybe? all functional too? Like, yeah, are they all functional? All three? Yeah. Like, like, and do they get aroused at different things? Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, I see, I see my coworkers' cleavage. Oh, and then like one of the dicks is like, I see your feet, and the other one says, I'm thinking about the donut thing again, and it gets hard <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's like the dragon oh. meme. Like you have the two regular ones. And then the- Oh yeah! <laughs> oh god, Tom's so horny he can't think straight. Oh guys, honking on my horn. Honking for horny. Yeah. Honking for horny. I'm so horny. Come on, man, you got the sticker. Are you ever so horny your stomach hurts? Like ah! <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were like a service. <laughs> I love that show. Uh, Josh recommended his dad watch that show. Yeah. yeah. My dad think, is getting think... a knee replacement, so I'm hoping while he's laid up, he'll uh, take... Maybe he'll finally listen to the podcast. Um, and yeah. What, learn some new slurs in the process, and that's always cool. Um, Ryan, he is totally a, a, a new to cursing. He's also new to slurs <laughs> as well. <laughs> Uh, what did he say today that I was ragging on him? What uh what it, oh fuck, what was it? Uh was he saying was he was he saying was he calling us gay or something like that? 
His dad, his dad just tries to be cool. That's all it is. And it's oh. adorable and very funny. No, um, he was trying to sound badass about something. That's what it was. Um, fuck, well, what was it? It was so my, good. He was doing an impression of my principal for like five minutes without me asking him to. Yeah, was, that's what it was. Host, and like standing he was doing up Brother st- David. <laughs> Brother David, that's what it was. <laughs> and he, oh, fucking but Italian little fuck man. Yeah, and he. It sounds like your dad doesn't like him. And Ryan, the way he impersonates him, he's like trying to make himself sound like a badass when he's doing it. So, I love your father. Uh, he's yeah. learning how to curse. What did he? What did he say to us? Uh, he calls like a fuck ass or something like. That. Oh no, no! I'm I'm the one who said that. I did shit oh, ass because I shit ass. Yeah, you shit ass. You shit ass. <laughs> Oh my god, he rules um, so hard. And then he brought up how my grandma said shit honk when she ran over a cat. She's like, oh, why'd you have to do that, yo, shit honk? <laughs> uh, I see where he learned it. I see where he picked it up. Yeah. As well as his disdain mom, for the so. Italians. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, you bring him in, and you're like, Dad, uh, what's your favorite slur? And he just immediately goes to Italian slurs. So. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, he didn't go with, like, Pollock or fucking, you know, Kraut. The big one. Or, or, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, or Kraut. Yeah. <laughs> you, let's get, you're going to get your dad fired is what we're going to do. <laughs> we got to see yeah. Hey, how, he, how can you fire someone in HR? Who are you going to report him to? Unless he gets you a wood pellet grill this Christmas, yep. along with the new iPhone 14. He's got to do that. I'm getting that shit before Christmas. The iPhone Hell yeah. Is. Hell so, yeah. Doesn't count. Try Hell again. Yeah. yeah. What a good episode. I mean, we talked about St. Jen, talked about free agents, talked about three dicks. Got another bit. What's another bit we can pull out? We're super funny. We're the best at uh, just, uh, just making people laugh. What would you, sh- uh, that news article, what would you shove in your ass to cheat at? A sport and or game. You talking about the chess championship appear to that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you give us a backstory on what happened with that? <laughs> he was like, I read it and don't understand. I guess he had anal beads and they vibrated to tell him like what moves to do. He uh, shoved like, uh, were... wireless anal beads up his ass. And he was having a chess machine, so a computer relay the moves to him through his ass. <laughs> That's dedication, man. That is, you just give it to him at that point. Um, I think they were doing like Morse code to each other then. Like, I stop. Don't stop. Do you think he just like moaned before every move? Like, he'd vibrate. Yeah, they they uh, yeah they saw his uh, toes curling. Uh. Oh, he's fucking. Oh, Jesus, I have to go Jesus change Christ. my pants. He speed. He has to do the speed chess on it and try and change his pants. Um, <laughs> before we rag on it too much, the chess community is toxic as fuck. Everyone like high up like on chess.com hates each other. They have intense drama. This this only adds to it. Where they're just this cheating ass Neiman motherfucker shoving, sh- being assisted by a butt robot, 
cheated at the world championship. So, all that that's in general. That's why we're a Toe 411 podcast. That's why they we're are, a Toe for. It's a community there. They're what would support their fellow brothers on the road. What would I shove up in my rectum to cheat at? What would I be that dedicated to cheat? Like... I don't maybe like to cheat on a cheat on a spouse or something like that to cheat on someone I loved. I would put something in my ass. I think a lot of people do that, you know. Um, but if I'm cheat, like cheating to get ahead of something, hmm, what would I put in my asshole for it? I already know what mine is. What is it? Help me out. Give me inspiration. I'm gonna shove. I'm gonna shove the entire. U.S. IRS Constitution. Up my, IRS up my ass so I can cheat on my taxes. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Fuck it. Every single one of them. <laughs> National Treasure 4. Nick Cage comes out. <laughs> Limping as he has. He stuffed Mount Rushmore up his ass. This is what he <laughs> I have the Magna Carta. <laughs> <laughs> they use they uh, wrote everything on wood there, so it's uh, it kind of hurts to walk right now. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm still uh, I'm still trying to decide uh, to cheat at something, and if I had to cheat, if I cheated at a sport, I I'm trying to think what I would shove up my ass for a sport that would get me ahead. Like, the only thing I can think of is, like, some kind of performing-enhancing substance that dissolves and gives me an edge, you know? What about pine tar? They just pine tar. Shit on your like, you had a really, you had a really uh, sticky shit. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're pitching, and there's like, you can't go to the mouth, you can't go to the hair. They don't, there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't go to your asshole. <laughs> Garrett Cole's getting a high spin rate on his stink ball right there. And just like, because it's like brown substance on your hand. Like, is that pine tar? <laughs> do you want to, do you want to, what if it's not? Do you want to make take that chance? He's reaching into his ass. Gets two fingers, gets a dollop, mixes it with his sweat on his forearm. You just see Edmund it's and Donovan like behind them <laughs> look at each other like what? <laughs> Grinding it in there. <laughs> have you guys ever seen the movie Little Giants? I have. Yeah. yeah. It's like the part where Ice they spots. give where yeah. yeah, where they give one of the little giants receivers stick 'em. It's just that fucking gooey glue. <laughs> he just reaches well, into his ass shit? and gets that. Didn't they do that shit in the replacements? Didn't they give that one guy? Um, yeah, they did that too. Yeah. And that and fucking Justin Verlander reaches down. And Justin Verlander's a man. He doesn't go rear. He goes front. He goes front to back to his crotch, to his ass, to get to get pine tar. Not shit, mind you. Pine tar. It's my it's my gooch pouch. It's my gooch pouch. Yeah, and an Never umpire finally an umpire finally busts him for it, makes him stretch strip down, reaches, rubs his taint. And smells it, be like that. Imagine fine Angel thing. Hernandez looking through a butthole with like a yes. glass. But no, then you'll have instances where it isn't pine tar, and the ump's like, "Nah, that shit, he's good to go." <laughs> <laughs> it's pine tar. You're out of here. Nope, that shit, like Bill Cosby. 
Oh my god. Nothing in the rule book that you can't put shit on the ball. You can't put shit. Hey, I tell you what, that pitch has some good shit on it. <laughs> Catcher throws up when he catches a really nasty one. <laughs> it smells so bad he rubs it in the dirt. You want a new That's ball? Some good no. shit. Did That's you make this? Shit. Did That's you make this good. shit? <laughs> you get the right field bleachers all got pink eye when someone caught it and the shit just sprayed everywhere. Now it makes sense why uh, Miles Michaelis before a game has a cheeseburger and fries. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta grease up the old starfish. <laughs> oh, I know another bit we can get on. I was going to talk about this because Nick started, uh, Nick sent this, who's very much dead or alive. We don't know. Uh, this episode, he's alive, as Josh said. Uh, he's trapped uh, in the multiverse. Fucking, we all know Jim Admins is a character. And, you know, his numerous interesting ways. Okay. Um, Nick sent us a group text of uh, Jimmy and his ex-wife, Megan, Megan King, uh, with their continued spat. And uh, I... I I hate Nick for it because I went down the Jimmy the Jimmy Ball game the Jimmy Jimmy Gibb Ball. Let me tell you, I went down that rabbit hole just to see what's going on, what hap- what happened in that marriage, and what I found is that uh, both of them m- might suck ass. <laughs> so. Um, this yeah. latest round, uh, you know, Jimmy's, he, he sent lewd messages when his wife was, uh, his ex-wife was pregnant and he was accused of cheating on her with a nanny. And then some other stuff happened after the force, like, uh, his, uh, ex-wife getting one of their kids is, uh, I guess, you know, dis- I guess it'd be disability said he has uh, cerebral palsy, but he has something else. And Jimmy got mad at her for that. And then she went to a banquet around a bunch of massless people, got COVID, and then showed up at the house with it. So they've had, it is very public, folks, but this latest batch of Jimmy Ball Game, Jimmy Ball Game drama, (laughs) is that uh, (laughs) she filed for a restraining order against him because allegedly... Jimmy sent some psychotic text about pickup drop-off times when it comes to their kids. We here at the Worst Fans in Baseball Podcast... Wait a second. You're saying Jim Edmonds got and received text messages? (laughs) (laughs) Wait wait a second. This is breaking news. Well, yeah, we're getting there. So... We here at Worst Fans, we don't want to engage in conjecture. That's a lie. We're going to make fun of this. Fellas, what do you think the text messages might have said? I was thinking, uh, Jimmy said, hey, uh, Megan, I got this text from Landon. He says you're a fucking bitch is what it is. (laughs) And I'll pick up the goddamn kids when I, goddamn please, Megan. What, What psychotic shit do you think Jimmy's sending to her? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching. I'm watching the game, and they just sailed a ball. I don't know if you guys are ahead of me. Nice. I'm ahead of you. Yeah. Oh, so what? Te- what text messages? What psychotic text messages? Um, it's about drop off and pick up times for the children. Which Jimmy has a lot, by the way. He has six kids from three different women. The dude. 
the dude loves making cream pies. So he's, he loves busting. So, shout out to my dog Jimmy Jimmy Ball Game. Yeah. I tell you, his ball game's better than his pullout game. <laughs> John Rudy got a forty seventh. His red jacket's just stained and cum. Josh, what do you think Jimmy texted his ex-wife to um, make her so upset? You know, I th- I think he just went in there, like any you know God-fearing man, the dominant species on this planet, and I think he just kind of <coughs> g- gave her the lowdown. I think he said, "Listen here, you you dumb broad, you you're gonna pick up the kids, you're gonna pick up Red Lobster." And you're gonna read them a story when they get home. No ifs, ands, or but about it. I, I'm I, here with Fred Bird. We're having some scotch, and I'm not gonna be home until tomorrow. I'm here so with Scary your... Fred Bird, <laughs> reenacting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think Jimmy went full Mel Gibson. Is what I think he did. Oh, did he? Did she say some, uh, he say some anti-Semitic slurs? I, yeah, I think he probably said some, um, it would be kind of funny in a way, because, uh, we're used to Jim Edmonds, uh, TV persona, um, but if it came out that, um, you know, he said some truly debauched, horrific shit, it would explain so much uh, between him and Danny as of late. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would. It would make me uh, immensely happy. Uh, honestly, I think the punishment should be for Jimmy that he uh, gets. Uh, he has to talk to Brad Thompson about his kids uh, for, for a few minutes. For, he has to learn from Brad Thompson about parenting. That's what I think would be good. I think he should be demoted to the Build-A-Bear at the stadium. <laughs> like you have to go. No, Jimmy should Jim be demoted. Works at the... He should be demoted to Fred Bird. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Now, that's a scary Fred Bird right there. That's a... He's a... Yeah, he's... Hold on, I got a text. He puts, like, his phone in the t-shirt launcher and shoots a kid in the face with it up in the upper mezzanine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect. Uh, Jim Edmonds is now Scary Fredbird Kids. Uh, he hunts you throughout the stadium. So if you want to get those Red Bucks, those Fredbird tickets, you're going to have to stave oh, off. You have to survive a night here at Bush Stadium with Scary Fredbird. Jim Edmonds is <laughs> as the mass killer Scary Fredbird lurking in the shadows. He's one he'd be great. He would never wear the mask, so he'd just be wearing the Fredbird top and like the shorts, but yeah. Jim Edmonds' head poking out of it. And he would insist that it's made out of real bird, so he has like decaying <laughs> feathers just falling off. They genetically make a huge chicken to kill and then stuff his body inside of. That'd be perfect. <sighs> anyway, um, Jim Edmonds, he fucks with the scary Fredbird on. It stays on during sex. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> Scream for God! 
And then afterwards, he's like, hey, I got a text from Landon. Do you guys want pizza tonight? <laughs> Why'd you have to use your son's name? <laughs> we, we all know it. He says it to everyone is what it is. So. <laughs> Landon is such a fuckboy name. Like, your name is. is Landon. You're definitely, like, smoking cigs at, like, 13. You're breaking bottles. Yeah, more like landing yeah. some bitches. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Teenage pregnancy hey. isn't a joke, Tom. Hey, Danny, I just got a text from Landon. It's these two girls in a cup. Um, I don't know. We've hit our hour. We got final memes. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, Toe 411. We, did, we didn't talk. We, we talk haven't. About? It's been two episodes. We haven't talked about the rule changes, and we haven't talked about oh, the, shit. Uh, the Minor league union, but we can hit that next time. I wrote about it on it. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. Let's see. Do you want to do? What? what do you guys want to do next episode? Union or uh, rule changes? I like the union. My vote's union. I like. We can talk union. Let's talk the base, uh, minor league baseball union. Uh, quick Jimmy hitter Hoffa. though. Uh, I, it's awesome. Great. Thank you for union. Uh, thank you, MLBPA, Tony Clark. Uh, minor leaguers uh, deserve to be protected. Um, yeah, and uh, I uh, I hope uh, uh, the baseball continues to be nationalized uh, until it becomes a new political movement and then leads a revolution to storm the White House and take down the Chinese communist-backed fascist uh, Joe Brandon, Dark Joe Brandon, and restore honor to America by uh reinstating donald john trump that's uh that's what that's what we're all hoping here and then yeah we all go about our lives uh and arresting law-abiding citizens at a hardy's that have started a company yeah crackhead to ceo that's <laughs> ridiculous what would i know just i'm that. just a I pillow guy just wanted to leave that message uh, yep. for our fans that you this know. is a new. We are burden on now. This is a burden on. Anyway, well, uh, we'll talk union next episode. Uh, who are we fucking tonight? Uh, uh, Corbin Burns. Fuck, fuck Corbin him. Burns. I hope he loses. It's down three one. So that. Fuck. Fuck Corbin Burns. Bearded motherfucker. Fuck you, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs>